Welcome to the Life's a Pitch podcast, the show where we pitch the best movies that will never get made. I'm Tom McGrath. And I'm Matt Turner. This is the podcast where we ask you, the listener, to give us a title of a movie that doesn't exist. Yet. We then collaborate to create a pitch for that movie, complete with casting, story beats, and sometimes even marketing. Without further ado, this week's main feature is... Star Wars. Star Wars. Space is the place for Star Wars. Star Wars. We're doing a Star Wars episode yes, again. Yes, we are. We're doing it to celebrate the release of the Obi-Wan Kenobi. What's the actual I series called? I think it's just called Kenobi. Kenobi. Kenobi, the Star Wars Disney Plus series. Yes, to celebrate that Yeah. for some reason... <laughs> We just wanted an excuse to do I mean, a Star Wars episode. Star frankly. Wars is in the zeitgeist again. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it wasn't long out of the zeitgeist no, because things these things come up all over the place. Yeah, yeah. That they will not stop making Star Wars no, until we're not. all bored <laughs> or dead. Yep. Um, and uh, either of those could happen anytime. Yeah. So uh, let just enjoy the the Star Wars nonsense. Yeah. Bob Iger was like, "I want no stone unturned <laughs> in the Star Wars universe, please. Thank you." <laughs> We're gonna photograph every corner of every planet of every galaxy. <laughs> How many planets are there in the Star Wars universe? Just Tatooine, right? Yeah, just yeah, the one. Yeah, apparently just Tatooine. Yeah, it's just Tatooine. Just Tatooine, where where we now there's there's Tatooine. Ta- Tatooine. Tatooine. On the, on the sands of Tatooine. Tatooine. Uh, where there's now uh, people riding around in hover mopeds. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, shiny, brand spanking new, clean as fuck. <laughs> hover mopeds in the dusty, dusty world of Tatooine. Tatooine. Um, so. Yeah, Star Wars. If you don't know what Star Wars is, uh, go to wikipedia.com. <laughs> just start reading. <laughs> just start reading. Start with a featured article and just go from there. <laughs> just click on the links, <laughs> go down a rabbit hole. Yep. That's where we got all our information from. Yeah. That's... We didn't We didn't watch any of the movies there's, or shows. There's movies? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Oh, God. Uh, no, I just, we just thought... read Wikipedia. It took me a while to realise why it's called Wikipedia. Yeah, you, apparently it took you a while to get through to that, that one article that about you. About things called Wookiees, yeah. which yeah. Uh, which made my brain hurt. Yes. Uh, to quote David Lynch. Yeah. <laughs> it gave me such a headache. God. I just got this migraine. There's a there's a story where David Lynch was approached to re- to direct Return of the Jedi yes. and uh, George Lucas introduced him to all all the things Star Wars and and he just just, <laughs> he just was not impressed. Left with a headache. Yeah. <laughs> I got to get out of here. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, uh, so uh, we're going to be pitching some more uh, Star Wars uh, TV shows. TV shows, movies. series, movies, uh, anime projects. <laughs> yeah, based on your titles that you want to... Which parts of the uh, of the Star Wars universe do you want to hear about? Yeah, well, people got in touch with us on social media. That is facebook.com forward slash Life's a Pitch podcast and Twitter at Life's a Pitch show. And we asked for Star Wars specific titles to be uh, to be given and it's, uh, it's fan fiction really yeah in a way except we've definitely definitely really been commissioned to really write it definitely yeah <laughs> yes disney got in touch with us yes. definitely yeah. and and said definitely you should be doing one of these disney star wars 
plus yeah. projects. We've got so many of them. Yeah, yeah. The, the, the barrier for entry isn't that high. Look, look, there's there's hardly any content going out on Disney+. Plus. <laughs> we need new Star Wars content. New, yeah, exactly. So you guys yep. better come it. up with something. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, uh, so, yeah, quite a lot of the ideas. Uh, reminiscent of that Star Wars anime series that came out <laughs> yeah. on Disney Plus yeah. a few years ago, maybe. <laughs> I can't remember. Do you remember what it was called? Nope. No, I can't remember what it was called either. <laughs> but I remember watching a few episodes and was like, this feels like when when we do the Star Wars stuff. Yeah. But it's it's, it's actually on Disney Plus yeah, now. Yeah, the it's, barriers of entry is not high. It's not high, clearly. The quality, the quality of assurance is it, not If you've there. ever watched Boba Fett, the quality the assurance is definitely not high. <laughs> it's lower than the pit of Cocoon where... The Sarlacc is <laughs> to crawled out of. Uh, so let's just get on with with the show. Yeah. Uh, there's um, there's a few times we've got to get through here. So so from James Cannon, we've got that isn't pod racing. This is pod racing. Oh, I love this because it it, it adds a kind of um, crocodile Dundee element to the already amazing sport of pod racing. Oh yeah, the the best sport ever seen in Star Wars. Yeah, and. I'm annoyed that no one has ever brought pod racing back. Yeah. There was a little hint of it in The Last Jedi. Yeah, there was. And there was a tiny bit of it in um, Mandalorian as well. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's riding around on, a, on an old engine. Yeah, he's riding around on Anakin's old engine. Mm-hmm. And then uh, when he's when he's flying around in his new speed speeder in, uh, in Boba Fett, it mm. kind of goes through the pod racing track. And you're yeah. like, I wish they'd do pod racing again. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay. Fish out of water story. Yeah, is that you got pod racing and then you got pod racing, right? Okay. <laughs> and pod racing that this crocodile Dundee character is actually used to. Yeah, this is the story of what that guy with the flat face whose whose pod racer explodes at the start of the. Um, okay, the guy that looks like Humpty Dumpty. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah and he's so angry that his the thing won't start, and then the whole thing explodes. Yeah. Yeah. Right? That's because he's used to he's used to doing a different kind of pod racing. Okay. Um, it's where there are these like weird pods of like sentient space peas that, dra- <laughs> that, 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 that you like race them uh, uh you race them around a track they're like um you know during lockdown yeah there was this huge thing about marble racing yeah online yeah, it's yeah, like yeah, that yeah. yeah it's like that apart from um, you're in the marble they're also kind of a pod of dolphins okay in that they they, <laughs> they they do swim yeah right like they do they do try to propel themselves as but well, you just in you're in the marbles, the giant yeah. pea marbles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. You that's do, you're it. doing a marble run. Yeah, um, and you have a pack. You have mm. like a you, you and uh, and your team. Yeah, that's the thing about this guy. He's he's been thrust into the the the, the solo world of pod racing. Yeah, when you're supposed to, ha- he's like when I was in I was in an orb. I was going down a tr- I was going down a a, a, a a shoot, and I was trying to and I had a team to, by my side to knock other knock other marbles off the of the uh, yeah. of the track. What the hell is this? Why have we got Greg Proops doing the fucking commentary? This is ridiculous. Yeah. Gets very angry. Kaboom! Off Kaboom. His, 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 his engines explode. because He, Bam. he yeah. doesn't know how to do it properly. This Humpty Dumpty looking bloke. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but he's like... But the thing is that he's got a lot of skills. A lot of like, you know, city slicking skills. Yeah. That are going to help with... Um, uh, I, I think he's from a, 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 a planet which is like um, watery. Mm. You know, it's sort of like all all mechanical and watery. You yeah. know, it's sort of uh, like a um, uh, they all live in kind of like 
oil rig style, massive or like un- underwater sort of like the clone place sure no like un- the underwater ones okay right it's like the you know they sort of like they they walk around but they're you know they, they sort of like there's not a lot of land what yeah. I'm saying, and it's sort of like you know, they, they... Uh, there's there's Mon Calamari. That one, that sure, one. that's where it is. With the Admiral Ackmar people, sure. Yeah. And um, the the whole thing is that these these shoots are built between these various places that they can even put buildings, mm. right? Like um, they they are like only only certain parts of the rock are high enough out of the water. Yeah. To, to even build anything that could stand above it. Yeah. So, you know, you have these chutes that go between them to get from place to place. Yeah. And th- that's what became that's, the that's pod racing. the pod racing. Yeah. You're in these giant marbles spinning mm. around. It's like uh, Jurassic World, those those gyroscopic exactly. things, those yep. gyroscopic balls. Get one of those, like the Jurassic World branding on. Yep. Just like a little Easter egg. Yeah, there you go. And yeah. it's a proper fish out of water story, this. Yeah. Where he's like, you know... Shit, I've got to get good at actual I've got to get racing. rid of Tatooine I've got to get get used to Tatooine pod racing yeah you know uh, I've got to, I'm going to have to use my orb orb piloting skills <laughs> my pod piloting skills to, <laughs> to to get used to this new thing with like these giant engines or whatever they are yeah um, yeah and I, I think the sand I think at one point he gets a Nintendo Switch out and starts playing uh, the N64 um, yeah, yeah. Star Wars pod racer. Yeah, yeah, just as a bit of uh, promotion <laughs> yeah. for that game. It's a good game. Yeah, it's a good, it is a good game. Um, I got it, wasn't very good at it. <laughs> I should probably get better at it, to be honest. I quite just, like all, it. The only, way to, the only way to get better at that game is by choosing Bullseye Navoir. Yes. yes. Who we have a massive cameo. Yes. Bullseye yeah, Navoir is, is important. In, in fact, he's his best mate. Yeah. He's yeah. Humpty Dumpty's best mate. Yes, exactly. Bullseye Navoir, but dies before the. Uh, before for the, the um, big the big thing he's like the lowest moment Bullseye yeah. Navoir dies and it's like Bullseye <laughs> why, why are you dead Bullseye I've, I've got a <laughs> this guy's speaking like this the whole way that's through that's really annoying yeah <laughs> it's James Corden I I <laughs> I I've got to fin- I can't finish the race without you he says it's like you have to it's um Antonio Banderas, who yeah. plays Bullseye Navoir. Yeah. And, uh, and you like... know, <laughs> I have this kind of almost SpongeBob-esque like thing where when he's in the water and he's on his home planet, yeah. he's got that kind of like, you know, like hot squidward? Okay, uh, yeah. You know, in like he's got that 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 kind of face, but yeah. when he comes out of the water, he's got that flat Humpty Dumpty <laughs> face, face yeah. and then you have a bit in the mirror where he goes, "Oh my god, <laughs> I got a flat face." I'm James Corden. <laughs> I got a flat face. Oh, I no. can't believe I got a flat face. What am I gonna do, Antonio Banderas? Yeah, you better uh, you better get in the pod racer. All my life I've been known for my beautiful looks, and here I am. Flat face! Ah, you see, it's different out on the surface, isn't it? <laughs> Humpty Dumpty. Look at you! You look amazing! You've yeah. got your head, and then a little smaller head above it, yeah. and then a little smaller head above that! It's, it's You're a, like a pile of standing stones! You look like, amazing! It's, it's, uh, it's a man bun, but you may be mistaken for little heads. <laughs> I was, I was mistaking a man bun for little tiny heads on top of your heads. 
Zemia, Zemia. Uh, Bullseye Navarro is a tiny little man, isn't he? Yeah. With giant eyes and yeah. a little man bun. Yeah, he's like a, one of those... Um... He looks like an onion that, yeah, that yeah. has legs. <laughs> and then a strange like pile of hair. Yeah. Uh, like, like standing stones in a, in a sort of like... In like Taz or something. Yeah. You know? That's that's what Buzz, like, Buzz like that Navarro looks like. There we are, there we are, there, there you have it. So that, that's not pod racing. This is pod this racing. This is pod racing. And uh, how does it how does it end? Do they like uh, maybe the the one the one thing that like they're really good at mm. right is digging. Yeah. Right. In under under underground underwater, they 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 like, he's really good at digging. Yeah. Um. That's how they make those marble runs. Yeah. And so what he does is he goes and he digs under the pod racing track. Oh yeah. Right. And makes his own marble run. He, he yeah he gets he gets used to he finds like the you know the crate dragon and all the all the all the burrowing creatures oh, of, yeah, of Tatooine yeah. right and he and he finds out that they've got these all these different like nests and stuff because mm. he's having a bad day he's out in Tatooine getting stung by Tatooine wasps and uh, hit, hit in the head by Tatooine um, uh, spades mm. and uh, he is like you know the, 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 the well known piece of Tatooine wildlife a Tatooine spade um, yeah <laughs> and um but he's having a terrible day you yeah. know he's all covered in dust and he's sad yeah. and all that stuff falls into one of these Nests, yeah, right. Where like they're they're all burrowing underground, yeah. and he realizes they these are underneath the track, yeah, right. And eventually he he digs and we, uses his big flat spade face to dig uh, underneath the track, so that the track ends up falling into these things. Oh yeah, the tubes that he knows very well. Yeah, his orb machine can get through him just fine and but, he, the, he but the pod up, race has all exploded and he ends up winning yeah he ends up beating Sebulba yeah again again <laughs> somehow Sebulba returned yes <laughs> well he doesn't die Sebulba doesn't, doesn't he explode no no his engine explodes but he's just he just slides along the sand <laughs> he does ah, puddle yeah yeah, yeah, he, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you remember the bit well yeah um <laughs> Sort of hinting at a sequel that we never saw. Yeah, well, now we have. Yeah. It's James Corden, and that's not pod racing. This is pod racing. <laughs> From fingers to hand, we've got It's Time for the Palpatine Show. It's Time for the Palpatine Show. Okay. Yeah. So, this is clearly. I, I really like the idea that this is a Disney Plus show. Yep. Where it is Palpatine. Yeah. Right. Basically, just a late night talk show. But the, the the host is Palpatine. Now I'm thinking, yeah, the place to put this would clearly be before he got into politics. He was like a late night TV comedian okay. on Naboo. I was going the other end of the spectrum. Well, this is where I want to go because <laughs> that's the obvious place to go. Yeah. I think that another l- less obvious place would be height of his power. He's bored, sat in his chair all day. He's just like. Mm, I want. I wonder how I can get through to the people. Late night talk show host. It's all I know. It's all, it's all <laughs> I know. Well, I think I think we should have him allude to his past. Before he got into politics, he was a late night talk show comedian on the yep. boo, and now he's got up through politics. Yep. He's now. Uh, he's he's wanting to do it again. Get yep. back to his roots. Yeah, yeah. And when people don't like it. Yeah. You know, because he's because he's the emperor, yeah. and people don't like hearing from the dictator, yeah. Um, and he's a bit scary, yeah. Right? He blames other people, obviously. Yep. He blames the guests, yeah. For instance, um, uh, that's what the 
conversation between him and Luke is about. Yeah. He's trying to get him, book him on the show. Uh, and he's got the cameras rolling already. Mm. But, you know, it just never... That's why That's why people were so happy when he died. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's why there's a crowd-surfing stormtrooper exactly. in, uh, in Coruscant. Because they were the all of... watching the big screen yeah. of, of, of the Palpatine show in which, you know, Darth Vader lobs him into a pit. Yeah. My next guest needs no introduction. <laughs> um, but he is the son of Darth Vader. <laughs> Luke Skywalker, ladies and gentlemen. And it's just a completely different angle yep. from the ending of Return of the Jedi. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because he's in that chair, he spins around yeah. and he's, he's constantly <laughs> asking Luke questions. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, and then... Uh, we later get, you know, he's blaming other people, he blames his guests, yeah. right? And that's why when you later find him in a room full of Palpatines, uh, a load of clones of himself, <laughs> he's like, the only good guest is myself. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, um, I think... Somehow Palpatine returned. Yeah, yeah. Like, uh, it, it's funny how in Rise of Skywalker it's a, it's a mysterious broadcast yeah. that's saying Palpatine <laughs> returns. Yeah. And it's just him interviewing clones of himself. Yeah. <laughs> welcome to the... Welcome to the stage, Snoke, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> oh, he died? Nah. What? At the end of Rise of Skywalker as well, I'm going to spoil Rise of Skywalker for people who haven't yeah, seen yeah, it. Yeah, fine. Because it's, it's a shit movie. Yeah. There's just a load... There's, just, there's a studio audience. Yeah. Of, the, of, <laughs> of clones. No, we don't know who these people are. Oh, you are. don't know at all? Yeah, they're just hooded figures in, like, a stand. Yeah. Where, like, it's, it's Kylo Ren and Rey fighting yeah. fight the Knights of Ren and they fight Palpatine and stuff. And there's just a load of... Hooded Sith figures. I just assumed that they were other clones of Palpatine. Maybe, but I just it, like I like Tom. I like the idea that Palpatine cloned himself not just for fighting, yeah, but also for watching fighting. Oh yeah, that's, that's like, <laughs> a studio. Audience. He has a studio audience. Yeah. He has a studio audience. He's got these rigs set yeah. up for cameras. Clearly, yeah. he's sending out this broadcast. He's like, "Welcome to the Palpatine show." <laughs> um. <laughs> he's got this studio audience which like because he, they're all him it's yeah. a sense of humour <laughs> I remember watching that movie with my brother whispering to him what are those people eat <laughs> like they're on this <laughs> desert planet with literally nothing yeah and there's just all these Sith hooded figures just cheering cheering <laughs> Robert and I was like what do these people do <laughs> the like during the, the, time, yeah. the rest of the time like it's, it's not good world building at all it's just fucking weird if anything and um yeah so so he's going out so he he's interviewed he's interviewed well we know he's interviewed luke skywalker yeah yeah um, he, he, he was meaning to to interview ray and uh, kylo yeah, yeah. But his, his guests won't stop fighting <laughs> Season, the season finale yeah. of, of the Palpatine show is the end of Return of the Jedi, yeah. but just from a different angle. He yeah. gets thrown down. <laughs> he gets thrown into the pit. It's like a Conan and O'Brien the bit. The camera follows him down. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, he's uh, he's interviewing all these Star Wars 
uh, side characters, and it's just like uh, <laughs> there's a really awkward interview with Darth Maul. <laughs> he doesn't say anything. Yeah. He, he doesn't say. Well, he's is uh, the voice of uh, Peter Serafinovich, as, yeah. as we know, and it's just like. But we don't. We wouldn't know that because he doesn't say anything during the interview. <laughs> And uh, I think yeah, he's he's trying to make dumb jokes, and they're just not going well. Yeah. And uh, at the at the end, he gets thrown off the into the pit, and he's just and he's sat there at the bottom of the Death Star, just like oh, I wonder what, I wonder what I did wrong. Why wasn't anyone laughing at the end of the <laughs> season finale? No, no, it is the audience that are wrong. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Maybe I'll clone myself. Mm-hmm. And- and uh, and and have them and have them all all laugh at, my, at our jokes. He's there in the editing bay and like, hmm, maybe this would be more funny if I dubbed in Darth Vader saying no. no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and and with with Snoke in the Last Jedi, he's put together a new studio. Yeah. And uh, and Ray's come in and just set fire to everything. Ridiculous. Yeah. It's, it, all his crew have been killed. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He tried to come back to the game with a different name, Snoke. Yeah. And, you know, it was going all right. Well, it was the Palpatine show yeah. with Snoke. It yeah. was like when they replaced... Snoke, um, Snoke and Mirrors. Well, when Craig Ferguson retired and they replaced him with James Corden. It's yeah. kind of like that. Yeah. Uh, where, where, a downgrade. Yeah, that the audience are just like, oh, can't stand Snoke. <laughs> What's Snoke doing on TV for? <laughs> oh, he's doing chop car- him in half. Yeah, <laughs> he's, he's doing Star Destroyer karaoke. <laughs> God, chop him in half. Yeah. Oh, he's got Aid Edmondson on this week. He's doing Star Destroyer karaoke with Aid Edmondson's character from The Last Jedi. What karaoke are you gonna do? Sing some jizz songs. Yeah. Um, the uh, if you if you don't know, that's the the name of jazz. In yes. Star oh yeah, yeah. Universe. Some jizz songs. Yeah. yeah. I I really like the fact that it ends with it's it's like a it's like a TV show biopic about it's just it just ends with Palpatine taking a cigarette, going to the craft services table, and just yeah. going. You know what? I think I'm going to get into politics again. <laughs> the, I I think no, because Palpatine's dead. Oh yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, we end because it's a, a like a documentary style. Yeah. Right. We end with a piece of found footage, which is Palpatine. Like it's it's really touching. It's sad. Yeah. You know, it's this it's this it's this scene of him sort of sat back in a chair saying like, at the end of the day, I simply. I want people to be in touch with each other, you know, to 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 understand their feelings. Yeah, I'm trying to figure out if to this get is... in touch with their dark side. <laughs> this is Palpatine, Willem Dafoe, or Werner Herzog. <laughs> all, all three, all three of them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> to be in touch with their dark side and be healthier for it. Yeah, uh, that we just fade to fade to black on that. Yeah, you know, he's, he's got a Netflix series now where he he goes around uh, in in the Millennium Falcon cockpit <laughs> in the uh, in the Millennium Falcon with smugglers with coffee. And he, <laughs> and it's just him with a, like a dash cam. <laughs> let's let's go to light speed. <laughs> 
There you go. That's there the we go. Show. That's the Palpatine. Uh, it's it's time for the Palpatine show. Um, it feels like a weird bit from the holiday special. Doesn't it? <laughs> it does, yeah. Um, so from Phil Walters, we've got looking for love in Alderaan places. Looking for love. I'm in... pretty sure every time we put a Star Wars post up, we get someone this one. has that one. Yeah, 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 yeah. Looking for love in Alderaan places. Yeah. Okay. This is a Star Wars rom-com, isn't it? Yes, yeah. And p- someone's been people have been messaging, you know, back and forth, uh, and the notoriously unreliable phone networks of uh, <laughs> of, of Star Wars, the Star Wars uh, galaxy. Yeah. Um, you know, they they're constantly breaking up. There's interference. They can be <laughs> hacked. Yeah. They can be jammed. Oh yeah. Uh, you know, people are jamming your signal all the time. Yeah. So, so this this person. Well, but there's there's a person who lives in in Coruscant. Yeah, this woman she's got an incredibly large apartment. In fact, it's the apartment from Star Wars Episode Two: Attack of the Clones. Yeah, it's, it's that, it's that, <laughs> that apartment. One, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, it's huge. In, in Coruscant. Yeah, although they're on a minimum wage, it's massive. Yeah, um, working as a, in a coffee house. Yeah, working in a coffee house and can afford this huge apartment. Yeah, and she's just looking for love. Yep. Uh, that's that's the thing. She's like, oh, all my friends are, are, are together. Like the, the the empire doesn't really bother me that much. Um, and uh, yeah, she's like, the, the, the Star Wars is happening. Yeah, right. But just oblivious to completely oblivious. Yeah, yeah. she lives on Coruscant. Yeah, where all the empire. There's loads is. of stuff going on in Coruscant. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, there's, it's there's, like, there's huts. Yeah. kicking around. They control a lot of stuff. Yeah, she she dates a hut at one point. Yeah. Um, she, well, a hut's her boss. Okay, not, right. Not at a coffee house. It's, it's a. Uh, <laughs> the it's coffee a, house. It's an art gallery. It's an art. She okay. works like as a as a sort of like a, a, a greeter at an art gallery. Okay. And and... She takes tickets and that sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. And uh, the hut, her boss is just like. And, uh, oh yeah, and 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 the subtitles say, "Get back to work, you stinky humanoid." No breaks. No breaks. Yeah. This art won't sell itself. <laughs> so, so she's doing that. It's like, oh, this is the worst job ever. Yeah, like, I'm, I'm single. I, I just need a break. Yeah, basically. Yeah. So I think she goes on a holiday. She, yeah. She she quits a job. Yes. She she throws throws this. Uh, letter of resignation in this hut's face and the hut like pulls well, a lever they don't use paper so it's a big shard of like metal <laughs> throws it in his face throws it in his yeah. face it goes straight through oh yeah well he, he hits a lever yeah. and realises that there's no rancor underneath <laughs> no this rancor. art yeah, it's just, it's, it's just, just a pit full of art yeah <laughs> it's just more art yeah. below yeah it's, uh, it's in, in fact a a a, a, a an installation yeah. piece, this trapdoor to more art. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, uh, it's the it's statue a de- of a rancor. It's a deconstruction of uh, of, of, of hut um, society. Yes, and yes, it's, and it's uh, expectations of the artist. <laughs> Each hut's house has yeah. a trapdoor down to a, a rancor pit. Well, this is the expectation, right? Is that yeah. the older generation of huts always expect you to have a trapdoor? Yeah, you know. They always expect you to have a trapdoor, but you know he didn't want a trapdoor. But the expectation is there. But in his trapdoor, there's art. Yeah. So, so I think she goes on. She goes on a kind of like eat, pray, love kind of thing, going sure. around from planet to planet, mm-hmm. sort of like meeting, having, having sort of casual relations, sort of might might sort of get in, involved with with a few people. Yeah. 
Um, might have a, a cameo from Han Solo, who's sort of famously like a womanizer, yeah. sleeping around people. I think I think she's jetting all over the place. She's going on holiday, right? Yeah, she's yeah. traveling. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I think all the way through, she keeps phoning up this desk. Yeah, that's like it's it's like a central ticket desk for like shuttles. Oh yeah, yeah. Right from between planets yeah. and between stations and stuff like that. Right. And uh, oh, the the passenger shuttles we see in Mandalorian, no, sorry, in, in Boba Fett in in that, yeah, in that yeah. series, there's, right? There's a few in in Attack of the Clones as well. That yeah. I think Anakin and Padme got on a bus at one point. Yeah, but these are you know the interplanetary ones. Yes, yeah. And um, she's she's doing that, and she's constantly phoning up this like you know a state agent essentially this people this central office, mm. um, and she starts to get like feelings for the person who keeps taking a call because she's like I hate it here someone just tipped mud all over me can you yeah. send me somewhere else and, and, and <laughs> someone tipped Kirsten, mud all and, over and, me uh, Kirsten Wig is, is on the other end is like yep don't worry I'll, I'll get you sorry yeah. about that I'll get you another uh, another flight out to out to Tatooine <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's like one of those things where it's uh, <laughs> it's like uh, on um, dial three four Star Wars Episode Two, <laughs> like like on that when you, you remember when you tried to book cinema tickets over the yeah, phone, yeah, yeah, it's yeah, like that yeah. uh, exactly. Um, and and the voice, you know, the, she, she recognizes the voice. Whoever mm. this, uh, whoever this person who works at the uh, guy, did we cast her yet? Uh, Jodie Comer. Jodie Comer. She's in Star Wars: Rise of Skywalker, but it's a kind of blink and you'll miss a part. Okay, so she just did this now. Yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, and and I think essentially. We they they strike up this these conversations about like oh I mean you know, I'm always going to these places and the, and and Chris, Kristen Wiig's like yeah no I totally get it like yeah. I, I I'm exactly the same when I travel yeah um that's why I, uh, that's why I've I've decided to settle here and and just stay on stay in Elder it's gorgeous yeah yeah it's amazing it's amazing nothing bad ever happens here. nothing bad ever happens here the government's good yeah. even the even the rich people are all right yeah like. Uh... Like yeah, Princess Leia is is solid. She's very nice. She's very very nice. I've met her a few times. Despite She's... you being adopted, yeah, that was a that was a uh, that was a prejudice I had before I came here. <laughs> and now I'm all right with it. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, that's that's great. <laughs> I love her hair. Yeah, I. Love I it. I, uh, I I modelled my hair on her. Yeah, so then, then eventually we'll find Kristen Wiig with... Well, with... We, we'll, we'll never see Kristen Wiig. What, no, the no, the I... truly sad thing about this is that we never get to see Kristen Wiig. I with, like... With the uh, the buns. I like the idea that this is like a tragedy. Yeah. So she gets to hold her on and, uh, and they find each other and they're like, oh no, I, I have feelings for you. I, I have feelings for you too. It's the force that brought us together. Yeah. And then... Um, much like that film with Robert Pattinson in where he turns out at the end of the movie he's in the World Trade Center yeah, yeah. on, I can't on remember 9-11 what it is. Remember, remember me it's remember nothing me. about memory yeah something like that but it, it's a very shock ending yeah. because it's like, <laughs> it's just like yeah, it, which seems to come out of nowhere yeah. where he's just in the World Trade Center on 9-11 and you see a plane flying towards yeah. it's very similar to that in yeah. the in uh, the, the... <laughs> looks down at the calendar and yeah. it says <laughs> September the 11th and he goes oh no <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that happens in Remember Me. <laughs> Wouldn't it be good if it was like... He's marking up the calendar. <laughs> he goes, 
Uh oh. Uh -oh. <laughs> I'm, I'm in the World Trade Center. It's 9 11 and I'm in the World Trade Center. Look to oh, the window. No. Oh, here comes a plane. Oh, I should have seen this coming. But, um,. Yeah, they finally get together, they kiss, and then you see this Death Star looming on the horizon. Yeah, yeah. And then cut to black. Exactly, yeah. People in the audience are like, what the fuck, man? I knew the title of the movie was that, but come on. Looking for love in all the wrong places. There we are, there we are. Thank you, Phil Walters, for that title. So from Pip Mason, we've got Blue. The Max Rebo story. Blue the Max Rebo. Now, we've covered Max Rebo a little bit in the past. Yep. Um, he's a jizz He's got the band called the Jizz Whalers. Yep. Disney Plus didn't like our idea because they've clearly not gone and done it. Yep. So we've now got a blank slate. to <laughs> pitch it again. To pitch Max Rebo the story yep. again. Yep. Uh, so Blue, Max Rebo, for, for those who don't know, is the little elephant-looking man yeah, in Jabba's in Palace. Jabba's Palace he's, yep. he's got like a, a circular keyboard, yep. uh, and he's playing it. He's also in Boba Fett as well Yes, um, at one point. So he's he's, he's playing, uh, I think he survived the uh, the destruction of Jabba's yep. uh, sail barge. And uh, I think he also survived the destruction of... Um, of that bar, the sanctuary, I think yeah. it's called from Boba Fett. Well, that's that. This is the thing you see is that Max Rebo is does sound a lot like a action hero name. Yeah, and I think this is a diehard situation. <laughs> I also like that he kind of in universe now. Yeah feels like the harbinger <laughs> if Max turns up at your uh, at your establishment yeah it's probably going to explode like, who, who have you booked this week uh, Zim Zam Jabba Bollock uh, yeah. <laughs> just a Star Wars name uh, um, or what about uh, Klaus Gugisto Klaus Gugisto yeah <laughs> who have you booked this week Klaus Gugisto for the bar entertainment yeah oh some guy called Max Rebo and then just this bar owner's face just like Oh, shit. <laughs> shit, you Max, Max Rebo, the guy who was on the sail barge when it exploded, the guy who was in the sanctuary when, when exploded. that exploded. <laughs> Did you think it was a good idea to book the harbinger of boom, Max Rebo? <laughs> this intern guy, yeah. you know, this intern bu booking guy, didn't know. Yeah. And so has to try and chase Max Rebo out of the establishment. <laughs> It's it's in um, the Last Jedi. It's that it's that casino. Oh yeah, he's playing yeah. now. Um, and uh, uh, and he's like he's, he's got a broom and he's yeah. going through the vents trying to chase out Max Rebo, who's like, <laughs> I'm here to play. I'm here to play. <laughs> I want to play the keyboard. I want to play the circular keyboard. <laughs> Let me in. <laughs> I want to play. No, Max, get out of here! Come on! He's like, no! <laughs> Crawls into the vents. Now I know what a space dinner feels like. Now I know what a Mandalorian feels like. <laughs> going around this going around this tin vent. I want my keyboard's in there. I wanna play it. I think over the course of this it's a bit like um you know, a sort of mouse hunt scenario yeah. in a way. <laughs> So it's this, this fancy casino yeah. on it, Canto Bite, yeah, is it, from it. The Last Jedi? Yeah. Uh, this fancy casino, and they've got an infestation of Max Rebo. <laughs> Just one guy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and it's um, 
So, so I can't remember the name of the intern bloke. We're going to we're going to call him Clout Fogogi. Flout, Clout Fogogi. Yeah. Let's remember that. Yeah. Commit it to memory. I know that Clout is his first name in the first place, but Clout just, Fogogi. Just Clout. Yeah. Right. Just Clout, and we've got his boss, who is. Um, or Boxo Schleem. Or Boxo Schleem. Yeah. <laughs> so we've got Clout on or Boxo. Yeah. Right? Clout on or Boxo. Yeah. Remember that, because I don't want to ever <laughs> go with a Star Wars character name again, again for this for this episode. Um, so so it's them. Yeah. As as like the casino is in full yeah. full swing, we've already got like the entertainment on. We've yeah. got a singer singing. Yep. Doing doing the best they can. While Max Rebo is trying to get to this circular keyboard yeah, exactly. to play it, because yeah. when he plays some notes on that, in order, <laughs> well, that's what I think. But I think I think that Clout is going to start to realise that like Max isn't the problem. Yeah, it's Max. Like something, something else is the problem. It's people's prejudice against Max that's the problem. People keep trying to chase him out of places, no. and in the process of chasing Max around, they're destroying the casino. <laughs> Well, right, the yeah. last place that Max went, yeah, got so destroyed. Like the the, the sanctuary yeah. got so destroyed that the owners blew it up to claim insurance money. <laughs> what they really think, yeah, right, because because this is what actually really happens is yeah. is the is the owners of the establishments yeah. have clearly fallen in with some wrong people yeah, yeah. that are willing to blow up yes the place yeah right. Max Rebo's got nothing to do with yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. He is just like <laughs> people are very superstitious yeah, in the yeah, Star Wars universe. For sure, yeah. I mean, there is a thing called the Force, yes, which apparently has a will of its own. Yep, like it, it's sort of he the could Force be the Max, for all we know. Max Rebo could be the the uh, the harbinger of boom, like you said. Yeah, yeah, but. Like he's, they've got a prejudice against him yeah. because they think that when he comes and like he's played loads of gigs yep. that haven't ended in boom. I think there's three. There's three. I think the first two were the ones we know about. Yeah, yeah. The latest and one. The latest was one. the insurance one. The film starts yeah. with him playing. Yeah. Playing this. Uh, playing this gig at uh, at, a, at a at a place on Naboo. Yeah. Or whatever. And then someone comes in through the. Um, uh, through the front, through the back door of the auditorium, yeah, like just panting and sweating, yeah. right? And um, uh, and like you can see that things are a bit. You don't notice in the first viewing, but you can see that things are a bit broken and, and fallen over and stuff. There's chairs that have fallen over and and uh, part of the ceilings come in a bit. Yeah, and uh, and then the person busts through the door into this into this dance hall auditorium. Yeah, where Max Rebo is just playing, uh, and then. <laughs> <laughs> Fireball engulfs the whole place. Yeah, that's like the last. You know, Max Rebo is immune to explosions. We do know that. Yeah. Do you think right? Because we can have the whole uh, mouse trap. Yeah. Thing with these two buffoon idiot. I think that's happening. Yeah. Owners. Yeah, yeah. But do you think right that we've kind of glossed over the fact that this is like the movie Unbreakable, but with Max Rebo? <laughs> yeah, you know how. You know how just, Samuel Jackson sets it up so that Bruce Willis is in like a train crash, yeah, and a and thus that, so that, that's, that is that is immune to uh, to explosions, to explosions. Yeah. and and there's someone out there that is constantly well, exploding. There's going to be a, a Max Rebo two, yeah. Um, uh, so <laughs> Max Rebo two sounds like such like an action, yeah. Like <laughs> that's what I mean. It's a diehard. I can scenario. see him swinging, yeah. 
like on a on a rope away from an explosion, exactly. like the last action hero, yeah. just with Max Rebo. So in this the one, Elephant Man. It's this one is the discovery. It's the it's the starting of a relationship between uh, between Clout and Max. Yeah. Right. The intern and and and, and Max. Yeah. Uh, as they come to understand each other, Max reveals that the last place he was at. They they chased him so much that the whole place started falling apart. Yeah, right, because they wanted to kill him. It's like you, you don't want that to happen again. Right, um, just let me play the circular keyboard. And and uh, and the you know the roof came in. All this stuff was happening. Yeah, right. And then the owner was like, "Well, my whole dance hall is trashed. I'm going to blow it up for <laughs> for insurance money." Yeah, right. Um, uh, you know, Clout looks around, realizes that the same thing is happening. Right, um, and uh, the like his his boss is gonna is gonna blow the place up yeah. for insurance money. The place is is ruined. He's got to get himself and Max and all the innocents out of there. Yeah, yeah. You know they've got to they've got to get out. <laughs> and then suddenly a load of horses come through the window. <laughs> yeah, a load of horses come through the window yeah. uh, with with Finn and Rose. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> on the- yep. And they're like, oh shit! <laughs> Look at all those horses. <laughs> oh well. Um, and Who just thought that would happen? <laughs> at the end, yeah, it's revealed. We we find out that um, there was another another agent in the mix. Oh yeah. Right? Um, it is the unbreakable thing, right? Someone in the Empire has been in the in the new whatever they're called, the First Order. Yeah. Um, has been testing Max Rebo's immunity to explosions all the way through, setting things up so that they were just yeah. uh, immunity to disaster, so that t- to test this species because Max is, uh, thinks Max is pretty sure he's alone in the world. Yeah, right. No, he's That's never met whole... anyone else that is a blue yeah. elephant. That's a whole thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, they're testing out his immunity to explosions to try and because they, they think. They can synthesize a Death Star plating that could be immune to to laser fire. Yeah, and they they want to test it out with by by making oh. all these explosions. Uh, and that's and that's that's setting us up for Green Max Rebo too. <laughs> I really love the idea of uh, of insurance fraud that happens in the Star Wars, <laughs> Star Wars universe. universe. Yeah, and and one which I think is overlooked. Yeah, is. Uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi faking his own death. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Think about that, right? Life insurance. We don't see the body. Yep. It, it's, his, it's his old friend who yeah. kills him. It is. We never see the body. But he comes back. He does. He comes back after death. Yeah. He, he could have easily just ghost. painted himself blue and see-through. Yeah, but paint yourself see-through. Yeah, that's that's a that's a paint. That's a paint <laughs> colour in the Star Wars universe. And that's actually going to come into Max Rebo 2. Yeah. And that's a, that's a plot point. Yeah, he just needs to paint himself see-through because he's already painted himself blue. Exactly. He's already yeah. blue. He's already blue. He needs to paint himself see-through. So it's called see-through. Max Rebo 2. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. So that was Blue, yep. the Max Rebo story. Thank you for that one, Pip Mason. So those were all our Star Wars things. <laughs> Star Wars uh, properties that we've, we're, we're announcing here. Yes. yes. Yeah, yeah. It's coming soon to Disney Plus or, or cinema screens. Or I guess the theatre. Yeah. Or, you know, other stuff. Other stuff. Various multimedia 
platforms. Yeah, yeah, those, yeah. those, those things. Um, so, and we couldn't do this without um, uh, you, the listeners. We wouldn't be doing this if you, if nobody was. Well, we'd probably be doing it a bit if yeah, nobody yeah, was listening. Yeah. We yeah. certainly wouldn't be doing it every week. Uh, I haven't released the last five episodes, Matt. Yeah, we <laughs> it's just, just, just been for us. You've just been doing it, yeah. yeah. Um, but uh, the um, uh, thank you to everyone who has. Uh, uh, posted it online, shared it, um, told their friends about it. That's how the only way that the podcast spreads is by you telling each other about it, I suppose. And if you want to help us out, you can, of course, uh, go over to patreon.com forward slash life to pitch podcast, where you can give us a little tiny bit of money each and every month that uh, helps us keep the podcast going. And uh, you also get little benefits like bonus pitches for uh, $5 a month or for as little as $1 a month you get a vote on the genre um, and of course every one of our patrons gets their name read out uh, all their definitely real names as follows Brandon Spanky Mills The Serial Dragon's Breakfast Breakdown coming soon John Frankie Kennedy is hereby accused of criminal negligence with regard to his podcast Jeremy L. Kayyem Stephen D. Thomas The secret number is 17 and you will know when the time has come to use it I accept your challenge. You shall rue the day you you cross me, Orky Mike. Wrestle on! All episodes of orksardorks.podbean.com still. Fingers to hand. The plaintiff, M- Mikhail Salonga, has been silenced unlawfully for his views on Orkrotica. James Delaney. A warrant for the arrest of the defendant has been issued by the Royal Canadian Mounted Police. I am Orky Mike and I challenge John Frankie Kennedy to a cage match for the honour of the Orcs. Orcs are not dorks and the truth will out. Brent Black. Citizens conspiring to protect the defendant will be sent to prison immediately. The defendant has been sentenced to three centuries in a stinky oubliette. There was a funny name here once. It's gone now. Joseph Hegarty. Further libelous statements about Orcs will result in harsh penalty. We need more podcasts in the Life's a Pitch cinematic podniverse. Where's the podcast about hot werewolves in Spanx and String V? Nutrition Brick can fill the void of lost loved ones. The Right Honourable Alan Bagpipes OBE will be presiding. Alex NSFW, have you been unlawfully denied access to the Orcs Are Dorks podcast? Hark, the Herald Angels sing of the second Patreon account I created to join this stupid ARG. You could be owed Compendium by John Frankie Kennedy. Call Max Bisk on 0800 Max Bisk for a pro bono bono probe. Call Alan Bagpipes today to make a claim at Back to Alan on Twitter. Captain Eden has commandeered this podcast, and I, Matt, am joining their crew of rowdy buccaneers. Sorry, Tom. Continuing this story is stretching the limits of my creativity, and I am an actual a lawyer. I'm not an actual lawyer. You're not. I'm not. But that's, that's the end. That's the end of it. Yeah. Uh, also, allegedly, 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 all yeah. of those above. All of those allegedly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Thank you to our patrons again. Yes. Thank you, all those people who. That's I'm sure your real names. Yes. So we end the show as we always do with the Yes Very Clever Award. Uh, this is the award we give out to someone who's given us a title and just had a bit of fun with like an existing film title yep. uh, that we couldn't really do anything with, but it's just just a lot of funny. Aren't they all? Just a lot of funny. A lot of funny. Yeah. <laughs> So this week it goes to James Cannon, who's given us Sith Direct. Sith Direct. I like that one, though. Yeah. <laughs> there was a lot of really good ones this week. Yeah. But that one... <laughs> Whoopi Goldberg joins a Sith convent <laughs> Just this... to hide from, from the Hut Cartel. I hide from the Hut Cartel or the Jedi. Yeah. You know. <laughs> Either one. There we have it. So thank you again to everyone who's listened. Uh, remember to share the podcast and... Until next week, I've been Tom McGrath. Happy Matt Turner. Remember who pitched it. 